welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we read Parashah Behar, and Behar means on the mountain, alluding to the verse God spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai. The Midrash states that God chose to give the Torah at Mount Sinai since it's the smallest of mountains, suggesting humility. And um, this is why he gave it there. The famous question is, if God wished to give the Torah in a place uh, that is characteristic of humility, why didn't he give it in a valley? He should have given it in a flat land, not in a mountain. So a valley, you know, is flat, has no height whatsoever, and a mountain, nevertheless, even though it's the smallest mountain in the desert, it nevertheless is a mountain. So to understand this imagery, one must first understand what is humility. We need to understand what is humility and what is not humility. Let's begin with what it's not. So humility is not being a doormat. It's not a place where people come and clean their feet and, uh, and they can step on, on you. This is not what humility means. Many people think that to be humble is to let other people abuse them. And it's not true. A humble person would never let himself be abused. So it is not walking with your head down. And so many people walk like this and you think, oh, they're humble. No, they're not humble. They're just, uh, they're just not, they don't have, they don't have self-esteem. There's people who feel bad about themselves. And it's not letting others mistreat you or abuse you. So being humble means to acknowledge your God-given talents. Hashem has given each one of us a toolbox. I always say it's a toolbox. Each one of us has these tools. Some people are great mathematicians. Some people are great artists. Some people are incredible with their oratory. There's people who are extremely kind. There's people who are very disciplined. And each one of these um, character traits really are there to allow us to fulfill the purpose for which we were created. They're part of our, of, our, of our makeup. And this is given to us by Hashem. And humility is to acknowledge that if you're an incredible mathematician, thank God, thank you for making me like this. This is how Hashem made you. Not that you are intelligent because you yourself made yourself intelligent. This is arrogance. But humility is to acknowledge that you are intelligent. You're intelligent. What can we do? Hashem made you intelligent. So acknowledge it and be grateful for it. So this is why the Torah was given in a mount versus a valley. It's giving us the guidance that one needs to have a little bit of pride, of healthy pride inside. We cannot be so flat. We have to really acknowledge the goodness inside of us. So this type of self-esteem was exemplified by our teacher Moshe Rabbeinu. He himself told the Jewish people, it is I who stand between God and you. And it was he who wrote the verse, and there never arose in Israel a prophet like Moshe. Nevertheless, he was more humble than all the men on the face of the earth. Moshe was so humble that he was able to maintain his humbleness, his, himself humble, despite of his greatness. Imagine, he was the leader of the Jewish people. He was the most important person in the Jewish world. And nevertheless, he was able to maintain himself humble. He recognized that Hashem had endowed him with unique personal traits. 
so he could fulfill his position in life. If he didn't have what he had, he wouldn't have been able to fulfill that purpose. And he had a big sense of responsibility and accountability towards Hashem and the Jewish people. And because of this, he believed that if these gifts had been given to someone else, that other person most likely would have done a better job than him. This is why he was considered the most humble of men. And like Moses, there never has been anybody like Moses. So the difference between a proud person and a humble person is that the proud person believes that his success comes from his efforts and a hard work. When a person feels proud of his achievements, even when his pride is justified, he denies God's providence to some degree. So we find here that a person that feels that he made a million dollars because he's been going to work for 20 hours a day and he works very hard and he's very intelligent and he puts all his heart in his work, in reality is an arrogant person because he doesn't see the blessing in there. He doesn't see that Hashem is the one that is sending him the, 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 the people to come and buy his product and he's not, he's not recognizing that Hashem has um, Hashgaha practice in his life. So this arrogant feeling doesn't allow the person to realize the truth that all his success is a gift from God and it is he who grants him the potential to succeed. This lack of acknowledgement of the giver of all blessings takes away the feeling of gratitude and love for our Creator. At the same time, it is written, and God will bless you in all you do, which reminds us that a person's efforts are necessary. Without them, we can't produce the vessel necessary to, for the blessing to come down. So, yes, we have to work, we have to go to school, we have to get a, a, an education, we have to know what we're doing, we have to put our effort, a hundred percent. Why? Because by doing the action, we're, we're creating the vessel in which the blessing of God will come in. But if you don't create a vessel, Hashem has the blessing. But if you don't have the vessel, how can He give it to you? It's like if you want to drink a glass of milk and you don't have a glass where to pour it, then the whole milk is going to spill in the kitchen floor. You're not going to be able to drink it. So, but we must not forget that our, that our efforts are no more than the medium to channel these blessings. Ultimately, the blessing comes only and only from Hashem. So nevertheless, our sages teach us that one must have small amounts of pride. We must have an, a small amount of pride because without it, one loses all inspiration and motivation in this life to do whatever he has to do. If we don't feel a little bit, a little bit of pride, then what motivates you? What will make you do whatever you have to do? You know, when we make challah, the, the salt, when you're putting in the ingredients, it's a whole meditation, but the salt represents uh, pride. And it's interesting because in the Jewish table, when there's challah on the table on Shabbat or in a holiday, there always has to be salt in the table. And also in the temple where they used to do the sacrifices, they, they, in the Mizpeah, there always had to be salt. Salt is a very important ingredient, but when we put the salt in the, ha in the, in the dough, when we're making the challah, what is in the meditation, what we do is like we take a heaping spoonful of, uh, of salt and then we, we take out some salt and we leave a, a little space in the spoon that it's not so full, so full, so full. Because the meditation is that we have to understand that we need a certain amount of self-love, of self 
self-esteem but we cannot be so full 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 of ourselves that we will forget who really runs the world so nevertheless our sages teach us that one must have a small amount of pride because without it one loses all inspiration and motivation to do one must what one must do and Hashem has made us in his image and he has also given us the opportunity to make us holy through his commandments so imagine God made us in his image what does that mean we're counting the the Sephirah Taomer we're aligning the 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 sephiras, the, the ten faculties that really represent Hashem, which is kindness, hesed, gevura, discipline, tiferet, which is harmony, mercy, compassion, netzach, which is resilience, hod, which is humility, yesod, which is foundation, and malchut, which is kingship. So all these attributes that we've been working on uh, with the counting of the Omer really are what when it says Hashem has created you in his image this is what it means we all have these attributes in us but we have to use them the way Hashem uses them not the way uh, with our egocentric and animalistic nature so he has also given us the opportunity to make us holy through his commandments so he not only made us in his image but he gave us the opportunity to become holy like him also when we keep the mitzvot. So, so he has given us the greatest, greatest gift of all and the Ramhal, Rabbi Moshe Haim Lusato, he teaches in his uh, work, Dere uh, Hashem, the, 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 the way of God, that Hashem created the world, he created us so we can attach ourselves to him. This is the biggest pleasure Hashem has, is when a Jew is attached to him. And, and the, 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 the biggest gift that you can have is to be attached to God. This is a gift. Because when we're attached to God, there's, there's nothing better. The, the, there's not, the person is complete. And to get there is not a free ride. We need to really work on it. We have to, to, to be holy. We need to, com, to, to keep the Torah and the mitzvot. And we have to be uh, uh, aligned with our, with our attributes so we can be attached to God. It's a whole life uh, job. It, it's never ending. So, so this is the greatest gift to him through our service, this heightened awareness of his bond and the identification with one's mission generates inner pride, satisfaction, and fulfillment. And I tell you something, every human being, even animals, everybody needs to connect. We need to connect. People are not well because they are lacking connection. This is an intrinsic uh, part of ourselves. This is something that is embedded in us. Everybody needs connection. It's either kids need a connection with their parents. Even us need a connection with our parents. And we need a connection with Hashem. And the world needs connection. This is, this is the, 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 the most important fundamental right of a human being or any being. So the, this kind of holy and healthy pride is more powerful than the one generated by an appreciation of one's virtues. Our sages teach the servant of, of a king is like the king himself. Why? Because when you make Hashem's will your will, his will will become your will. It's one will. It's the same will. Because in essence, when we are tapped and we're connected to our true, true selves, to our essence, really it's part of God. So our godly neshama doesn't want any different than what Hashem wants. 
So when your animal soul is really ruling over you, then there's no, there's no connection because it's, it's two separate entities. But when you work on yourself and you're able to tap into that dimension that you really have inside of you, that is your truly true, true part of yourself, and you start living not with what I want, I believe, me, 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 egocentric, but you start living with what does Hashem want from me? Why am I in this place at this time? What's the purpose of me being here? And what, what can I do for this person to make him feel better? When you get yourself out of the picture and you connect to the truth, then that's when you'll be able to, to see yourself as the, king. You're, as the king because you're really living up to his will. And his will is actually your will too. So Sifri and Rashi commenting on the autonomy a servant is not considered a separate entity from his master. It is as if he's an extension of his master's person. Likewise, a person who is 100% committed to God's service can tap and uncover his powerful resources of inner strength. When a person, the only thing he cares about is to be an Evet Hashem, a servant of God. I just want to do what Hashem wants to do. And this is really free will is to want to be connected to God. That's it. The other things are just either you want or you don't want. That's it. But when you really want to connect to Hashem and you get there and you're connected through your avodah, through your service of God to God, then you can tap and uncover his powerful resources of inner strength and you become strong. You become very strong, very powerful which were given to him for this purpose. Rather, if he would use them for himself alone, if he is selfish and he uses him for himself alone, then uh, it's worthless. You're, you're not going to tap into that truth. So the Evet Hashem, the servant of God, radiates an inner light full of drive energy and wherever he goes. Mount Sinai represents these two potentials of humility and uh, godly pride and the synergy between them there's it's a paradox either you're humble or you're proud but in reality when there's there's working in synergy when they're aligned when they're working one for the other and they're one on one on hand it is the lowest of the mount, mountains a, a, a symbol of humility and yet it's still a mountain not a valley it reminds us that we are hovering above the ground, we're not part of the ground, and that gives us godly pride. So it is precisely the combination of these two opposites that made Mount Sinai the place of choice for Hashem to give the, the Torah to the Jewish people and remind us that in our Avodah Hashem, in our service to God, we must never forget who we are, where we are, and where we're going. So who we are, is we are a godly soul, we're a spark of God that is put inside a body, we're living a human experience, but in reality we're not, uh, we're, we're, we're souls vested in bodies, not bodies with a soul. And where we are, this is our present state as a Jewish person. Where are you, Ayeka? Where are you? This is a question. Ask yourself, where am I in my service to God? Where am I in, in my life as a Jew? And then where we are going, Bezrat Hashem, on our way to greet Messiah. So if everyone puts a part of himself in this endeavor, God willing, we'll have Messiah here. 
in our days. So this constant reminder will allow us to have strength, a strength of purpose. It's so important to have a purpose, to have strength in that purpose, which will help us overcome all obstacles presented to us. So it's interesting. This is the week of humility, of hot. We have Lagba Omer in the middle of the week with Hot Shevehot. We read the parasha of Behar in which it's talking about being humble and the importance of this character trait in our lives to be able to really fulfill the purpose for which we were created. Because if we don't have it, then we cannot fulfill it. Life is not about Hashem. Life is not about purpose. Life will be only about having pleasure and running away from pain and just me, 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 me. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.